Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Primetime on Football Friday, 1080 The Fan. Professional football in America is a special game. A unique game. Played nowhere else on earth. It is a rare game. The man who play it make it so. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. That's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Big hour. We've got more uh, Kyrie Irving drama, daily drama. Uh, we'll update you on that. It never ends. Doesn't seem to. And I love when they ask his teammates to comment on it. Well, I'm not here to uh, say uh, <laughs> anything about anybody else's views. Uh, Kevin Durant has to come out and apologize and clarify his original statements because no one's allowed to just say, uh, yeah. What I'm not touching it. Well, can you say that? And is it is it too hard right. to, to, denounce? To, to, to say this? Right. Like, yeah. look, I love my guy. Uh, you know, but like this is ridiculous. Like, do I have to love everything about you? Is it possible that well, I could, probably should? Is it possible for me to say, you know what? I really disagree with him on this. I love him as a person, but uh, what he said, there's no excuse for it. It's not that hard. Is it, it? it really isn't. But you're not allowed. You're not allowed to uh, have any sort of like independent thought. We have to either go down the road of, well, I'm not here to make these sorts of decisions, and I don't want to piss anyone off, and. Like just be a real – it's the one thing you can give Kyrie Irving credit for is, yeah, he's an anti-Semite, but at least he's sticking to his guns. At least he's like, well, this is what I believe. I mean, it's just it's – just, it's a pathetic situation all around. And, you know, when this jackass eventually does decide to apologize, it won't mean anything because this is how he really feels. Well, he kind of did. He apologized. Kind of. Kind of, sort of, maybe. On Insta. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. But uh, in the news coming up, we've got the Hot Five. We've got setting your college football DVR. Big day tomorrow. Yeah. And then Joey Harrington will be by. Especially in the SEC. I mean, it it, it doesn't get much bigger than that. No, this is awesome. So um, all of that coming up. Now, I mentioned trouble in Seattle, and what I was referring to is uh, we were getting reports from our roving reporters that I-5 North is blocked up near Seattle due to protesters. That could be problematic. So if you're going to the Beavers game yeah. against the Huskies, you probably aren't even listening to this. But if you are, <laughs> maybe on the app and you're traveling up there. Yeah, or you know someone that is, maybe give them a heads up. Uh, work a little uh, Google map and try to get around that. New fun game. What are they protesting? I'm going to go with uh, oh, I'm gonna go with something to do with the midterms. Something about a okay. yeah. Something about they, they don't like a candidate. I'm I'm going with. That. I'm going midterm broad election. Do you think it, it's possible that it is a protest of uh, about premature Christmas decorating? <laughs> now that would be something. If you shut secretly down secretly led by Buck. If you shut down a major freeway 
simply because... Yeah. Uh, Take down the Christmas lights or we don't move. Yeah, way to go, Buck. Way to get into the Christmas spirit. No, it's got to be midterms. I'm going possible... Mm, poss- nah, no, Elon wouldn't enlist it. It's, <laughs> it, it's got to be midterms. Okay. Let's go to Buck for the answer. I'm trying to find the exact tweet again, but it's a uh, protest over uh, lack of action in Tigray, Ethiopia. Come again? Yeah. There's, uh, there's some atrocities being committed in Tigray, Ethiopia, right. and uh, the people who are blocking I-5 want something done about it, I guess. Well, that's why you protest right there. Because now you're Googling it. I am. That's exactly what they want. I am looking this up as we speak. Oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, four hours. Four hours ago it was updated. Uh, did anyone know that there was a war going on? Well, no, I think that's the point of the protest. So, right? but. Got to gotta get the word out. Got to get the word out. because Bad things happening. Because the, what, the government now? The, the You're fe- asking me this? Aren't you looking it up? I don't know. Well, I'm just confused. You know me and protests. I'm all for protesting, but boy, I don't understand a lot of the times when we protest what exactly we're expecting to get done. But oh, Well, yeah. again, I think what they're trying to get done is to get the word out about what's happening. Well, And it's working because look, we're talking about it on the radio in Portland. I am, I am no expert on uh, Ethiopian civil war here, but I Googled it and literally... Six hours ago, this is from BBC, so I'm yeah. assuming this is a trusted thing. It says, Ethiopia Civil War Tigray Truce, a triumph for PM, ah. you know, Abidi Ahmad. Okay. So Got a truce out of the deal. Well. Maybe they should get their asses off the freeway then. Well, that's all I'm saying is, you know, I'm... Apparently they have been moved off. They're, they worked with uh, local authorities to get the people off the freeway. There's still just tons of traffic in the area now, but it's not being blocked anymore. Well, that's Seattle. Boy, I'll tell you what. If you want to piss me off, uh, (laughs) I'd go, like, if I'm just trying to get where I'm going and you're protesting to bring uh, awareness to a war that literally the the day before had a a truce, boy, that's going to be high on the list of getting my panties in a bunch. If you're that concerned... You would think that you'd be aware that a truce was called. Here's the quote. It says, organizers say this is, quote, civil disobedience against global inaction about the war happening. Oh, my God. I hate people. Very Seattle. That's, yeah. Very Seattle. (laughs) And it's raining. I mean, it's kind of perfect, really. It's a Friday. You're just trying to get home from work, for God's sakes. Maybe you got a pot roast in the oven. Your wife's been cooking for you. You're... Trying to get across town to watch a soggy beaver dog game or, I don't know, whatever it is, you're just trying to go about your daily life. And I got, and I guarantee this is like, did we see photos? Is this like nine people? It's, it's going to be a very small group of people that have nothing else to do with their time than to stand in the middle of the GD freeway. I'm fine. Stand on a sidewalk. Hold whatever sign you want. Stand on the edge of a bridge. That's fine. But don't, don't, don't kill my day, right? I'm just trying to get where I'm going here, people. So we have uh, Tennessee, Georgia, uh, one versus three, actually. Yes. In the college football playoff rankings. Yeah, we thought we were going to get one versus two, but they said uh, no. And the number one team is an eight and a half point underdog, which is so weird. I know it's it's just bizarre, but I mean Georgia hasn't looked that great. Their schedule has been pretty soft, but they have the best win of the year probably with what they did to Oregon. And Tennessee, who's had a much tougher road and has the marquee win over Alabama, even though there was exactly zero defense played in that whatsoever. Um, I, I, I know. I, I just, I'm fascinated that it is this big of a spread for a Georgia team that hasn't looked that dominant since week one. Great game. 
Um, Souk, now I've, I've got several examples here. I have to call this out um, because I feel like the fan is becoming Vol West mm-hmm. because you said to me in confidence the other day that you are singing Rocky Top constantly <laughs> this week. I don't know how it happened, but I was I was in my car and unsolicited. I'm sure I just heard it, you know, for whatever, because Tennessee has been, been good lately. I was driving in my car and I started singing Rocky Top. And I kept going, and I was like, why on earth is Rocky Top in my head? Because it's the catchiest fight song in the country, that's it's, why. It's pretty good, I, yeah. I got to admit. Yeah, I mean, is it is it the catchiest fight song in the country? I so Buck, would you please pull me up some Rocky I'll, Top? I'll, I'll Conway Twitter. Here he goes. The system. Big Vol, take it over. He, <laughs> yeah, now we'll, now we'll I've given it. him a reason to play the damn thing. It is my favorite road experience as a college football fan in, in 20 years. It was that good. So Be who there, you... and then that song was stuck in my head for weeks afterwards. Never has a fight song stuck with Who me did you that. see play there? Oregon at Tennessee in 2011. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Mike James went nuts. Oregon Kenyon kicked Barner. their ass. Yeah, right? there was a lightning delay in the middle of it. That's right. It was supposed to be like a late afternoon turned into a night game because of the lightning. I mean, I can't really even like the the fight on USC. I'm I'm trying to think of other. Well, there's no words to that though, right? It's just right. Like, yeah. well, West Virginia's take me uh, country roads is pretty good. I mean, well, but that's not a fight song though. No, but I mean, neither's Rocky. Rocky neither's Rocky Top. Yeah. Rocky Top was just a Conway Twitty song that was about Tennessee and that they made. I, I think Rocky Top is very, very similar to what about like on Wisconsin? But they don't that... play country roads after every first down and every no. Like, I mean, right? Because they do that with Rocky Top, right? Like at least every score. I don't know about Rocky Top. Fight on, they play all the damn time. Yes, and yeah. it's obnoxious. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's pre- Rocky Top's pretty good. Like if you said best fight song, I wouldn't even know where to go with that. Yeah, and I don't. I guess fight song. I would just expand it to like, I don't know, just school song. Like Oregon doesn't. I mean the the Oregon fight song, but Oregon has one. If you go down to Otson, I forget. It's some, you know, I don't. It's his one song, but they have one called what is it? Uh, uh, Coming uh, home. Coming home by uh, oh. Matt Curry. Yeah, that's a great. That's song. an amazing tune. Yeah. Like when they play that at at Otson and they've got the you know the whole video board going. My buddy hates that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Almost every other Oregon fan loves it, but I have one who has a vendetta against against it. Can't no, I think it's it. great. That's a great tune, and that's not an Oregon fight song, but. If you're a Duck fan and that comes on the video board and they, you put that behind the highlights, if that doesn't get you a little uh, doesn't get you a little saucy, I don't know what will. I do have a list here of the best fight songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Sports Illustrated. Do you trust them? Sure. Why not? Um, Based on tune, I would say Michigan and Notre Dame have to be in Notre there. Dame. Notre Dame's a good Dame's one. They're really good. iconic. That's yes. a good one. Uh, number 10 is Bow Down to Washington, the oh, Huskies. Okay. Uh, number nine is Florida State's fight song. Eight, Navy Anchors Away. Yeah. Seven, Tiger Rag, which is Clemson. Don't know that one off the top of my head. Six, Fight On USC. Yeah. Five, ah, On Wisconsin. Number four, Victory March, Notre Dame. Number three, Rocky Top, Tennessee. Number two, Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma. Mm. And number one, ah, The Victors of Michigan. Yeah. I would say that most people, when you think of fight songs, I go Notre Dame and Michigan. And the Notre Dame one, to me, is the most iconic one. Like, the moment you hear that, you're like, oh, yeah, Notre Dame. I, can I say for the record, too, I don't know if you like Kansas. I hate my fight song. Kansas has a good one. Do they? Yeah. And Be- Rock Chalk is not actually the, fu- the, the fight, fight song, song it, but it, it, it coincides. Yeah, BYU's uh, yeah. is no good. Well, that's most of BYU, I think. <laughs> Come on. What? <laughs> We're not very good right now, all right? 
What do you so, want? okay, so that's the first example, is that you're singing Rocky Top. I and am. now you're working out in Rocky Top gear, or Vols gear. <laughs> and uh, now, freaking, the, what's his name over there? Buck has to play Rocky Top yeah. on the air. And by the way, the rest of you will be singing it because it's such a freaking catchy tune. Here's more. Did you see what Eric Ainge said? Yes. He's, so, he's pissed off uh, Georgia faithful. So leave it to Dusty Hera to wrench up Tennessee and Georgia because Dusty Hera from middays mm-hmm. here on The Fan yep. is friends with Eric Ainge, former Tennessee quarterback who's out there, I think, doing radio. I don't yeah, know. he's still out there doing radio. Local product, by the way. He tweeted, playing between the hedges is overrated, not that loud, and definitely not intimidating. It's nothing like playing in Neyland. Vols will be just fine in Athens. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> And dumb. You, that is dumb, but you know he did that on purpose. Well, and he doubled down on it. He, oh, he, dude, he, 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 I'm sure he believes it, yeah. and I'm sure he... Dude, he knows, he knows exactly what he's doing sending that out, and yeah. he knows that's going viral, and he knows what that's going to do. I just wonder why he did that. Uh, there's probably a little calculated thing. You get your name out there, right? You create some buzz for your show. But this is every every person that I've met... That, that played football in the SEC, I, they have this weird crowd thing. And I don't think we have much of this out West because, let's be honest, there's not that many truly great crowds out West, right? I mean, UW and Autzen Stadium, they'll, they'll, they'll yell and scream about which one is the best. But outside of that, there's not a lot of great, you know, packed crowds. But you get down to SEC, I swear, that's like you're saying that, uh, you know, your, your sister's the best kisser. Like, they just get so... Whoa. It is this weirdly unique Southern thing. Where they get so butthurt, and 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 if you dare say that that this crowd is better than that crowd, they will go to an LSU fan sometime and be like, "Hey, I saw a game there. You know what? I thought Alabama's crowd was well, better." I gotta tell you something. I've been to LSU. Yeah. I haven't been to a lot of SEC stadiums, but I've been there, and I would even fight you to say that <laughs> there's a better crowd than them. Exactly. Now, they were unbelievable. But Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, all of those. Kentucky will tell you that their crowd is better than LSU's crowd. It's this weird it, it, like measuring contest, and they will not let it go. And so Eric Ainge stands up there and is like, Georgia. And no one will admit that any place is tough to play. Like, Alabama's going into Death Valley to play LSU, and every Alabama player be like, whatever. It's an easy place to go play. According to college football athletes, there's no difficult place to play. None. Well, they kind of got to say that, right? Like, they, it's like, yeah, it's not going to get to me, even though they're looking around like, oh, it's hard crap. to play. Like, I, like you talk to Duck fan, and they're, you know, they'll be like, oh, U Dub. I played at U Dub when they were good. Trust me, that's a difficult place to play. Austin's a different, difficult place to play. Rice Eccles, but no one wants to, no one wants to admit that because then you got to be like big, tough, and you know, our crowd's the best. Then Juwan James, former Tennessee player, uh, chimed in and he said, "Copy that. Fair weather, quick to boo the home team if stuff isn't going well." <laughs> So calculated, but I love it. I yeah. love that that's, you know, getting getting it stirred up. I just think it's fun that Tennessee's good again, and we've said it a million times. If you gave me the choice in the Pac-12 between having, and it's no offense to Arizona or Washington State and Colorado, yeah, if you had well, the chance to those teams to be good, no. You want, you want Oregon, you want UW, you want uh, USC, you want your Blue Bloods to be relevant. You want them to be good, and then you sprinkle in a couple good stories, and it makes for a better conference. So, when you get you know, A&M having the crappy year they're having or Florida's down or whatever, it's nice that you've got Tennessee rising up to kind of stick a thorn in the side of Georgia and, and, and Alabama so that hopefully we don't just get Georgia and Alabama again. 
So we've become Vol West here. I don't know what's going on, but I'm on Georgia tomorrow. All right. No, you're not. Not after we play Rocky Top. You'll be singing it. Do you have that, Buck? You'll wish you're Can on top of Rocky Top. Oh, we will have it coming up. Yeah. It takes some time to get stuff into audio. You know, radio audio, it's tough. It is amazing that we've been talking for five minutes and we can't. Yeah. Well, he can't. It's not his fault. Yeah, I know. Just I'm just saying. Setup. Realize that the time, far away, though. the time that we are taking right now to get Rocky Talk, Rocky, Rocky Top is longer. Ooh, like Rocky Top. Rocky Top. Let's go. Wish Rocky that I was on a Rocky Top, top down in the Portland down, down, down. Hills. Hell yeah. I'm going to write me a Rocky Top song. If they win, I'm writing it. There you go. Well, we'll we already it. have the Lady Gaga. We'll play we already it in a have couple the weeks. But like, Rocky, hey, it's downloading. It'll be done in probably 27 minutes. Rocky Top's only like three minutes long. It's a very, very short song. It's like 2:36. Yeah, <laughs> it takes us an hour. It's like in the olden days trying to download porn. Well, Hold I on, to, we're I do almost have to record done. it in in real time, so we have that takes two minutes and 30 seconds, and then it's got a it's got a transfer and all that stuff. So. <laughs> Hold on, we're buffering. Pretty much. We've got Netflix right. from 2017. The latest on Kyrie is next before in the news. It is 420 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And now it's stuck in your head. <laughs> what a bunch of hicks. <laughs> now, if you keep, if you keep listening, song. the lyrics will tell you about how uh, they get all their can in, or their corn in a jar because you can't grow old corn up on old Rocky Top. That's right. <laughs> it's That's part from of the song. Uh, 1967, that song. Is it like the Osborne Brothers, right? Yep. Yeah. I think Conway Twitty is the one that, like most of the versions you hear, that's Conway Twitty. <clears throat> One of the guys, the, so the song was written by Felice and Boudlow Bryant. <laughs> Boudlow. <laughs> I got a good idea. The cousin of Neon, uh, Neon Badeau's character in I, uh, Blue Chips? I'm just imagining what the, those guys look like. 1968 Tennessee, just doing some doing some front porch picking. Good old Rocky Top. All right. I like, I, I like anything where you get those environments. Like I said, West Virginia, when they do shout at Autzen or... 
what jump around at Wisconsin, whatever your thing is, when you get everyone behind it and it's a great environment, the NFL is a is a better product. I love the NFL, but there's just nothing like a college environment if you're there or you get those kind of brief moments where, you know, Ohio State dotting the I, you know, before the game. The pageantry of that, even though the product in the field isn't always that good, uh, and we get the same four teams every year, that's what makes college football special is those kind of traditions. Latest on Kyrie. We don't need to spend too much time on this boob. He's still a bigoted jackass? Is that... Uh... Well, he has apologized now. Remember, <laughs> he didn't apologize. Yeah. And then the team suspended him. <laughs> but now he has apologized. Yeah, now he's ready to apologize, kind of, sort of. Well, he did apologize. Mm-hmm. He, put, he put it on Instagram and he says, I am sorry. But he says, to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain. And I apologize. Oh. You didn't know he did this? I didn't know he did that. Yeah. He says, I initially reacted out of emotion to being unjustly labeled anti-Semitic. Instead of focusing on the healing process of my Jewish brothers and sisters that were hurt from the hateful remarks made in the documentary. I had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish, uh, Jewish cultural history regarding the Holocaust or perpetuate any hate. I am learning from this unfortunate event and hope we can find understanding between us all so what changed over the last 24 hours well they took his paycheck away oh i see so that would be what changed right. and uh i don't know if you saw but the um uh i always forget the uh anti-defamation league the adl yeah they denied his donation yeah they didn't want the five hundred thousand dollars they said nope yeah no thanks yeah we're good disingenuous so again i ask what changed yeah the suspension none of this is is real i don't buy it for a second i think this dude is a jackass i think he doubled down and quite frankly i'm a little surprised that he capitulated here i really thought that he would be the sort that would just dig in his heels and be like you're not gonna bully me but well he wants to get paid you start digging into their pocketbook like that and he already lost whatever it was $25, $30 $25, $30 million during the COVID stuff. So maybe yeah. he took a look at that and was like, I'm not interested in losing another $30 million. But I don't believe for one second. And I believe people can change. I believe in second chances. Like, you know, we, we rake Michael Vick over the coals, and rightfully so, for what he did. But I do think that Michael Vick has done, I think Michael Vick has done a lot of changing. When I listen to him talk, I think it's sincere. I think he did the work. Like, I, I believe that you can, you can change. I don't believe a, a, anything that Kyrie Irving says. Here at this point, I think Kyrie Irving told you who he was and this idea now of, oh, well, I'm sorry for everyone I hurt. It was 24 hours ago, man. You were digging in your heels. You couldn't even answer the question. uh, Do you have anti-Semitic views? So whatever. The Nets say they never considered releasing him. Um, The Sean, uh, the GM, Sean Marks, says they will now require him to meet with Jewish leaders and receive counseling before returning to the team. So. Just the same guy that was like, yeah, I'm sorry if the Holocaust uh, hurt a, a group of people. Yeah, I, I I would say that's kind of safe to assume it hurt lots of people. You know, it just he he officially rubs me the wrong way more so than just about anyone else going in the world of sports. But again, people can change, I guess. Give him time to see if he can actually, you know, make any sort of uh, a real change. But I I doubt it. I think this is the big brother telling you or else. And you're afraid of getting your ass kicked. All right, better late than never. Coming up next on uh, In the News, here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, 435 here on The Fan with Isaac and Suke. It is November 4, 2022. Time now for In the News. I am your noted newsman. Thank you. Still carbon neutral, I must say. Yeah, I see, uh, you know, that whole one car thing. The missus comes down and picks you up. Although today that happened. It's not a very fuel-efficient car, though. I'm just saying. SUV. I'd like to see that electric. Or run on your own sense of self-worth if you could, but... I think our next car might be electric. Yeah? Might be. Noodling around? Oh, for sure. We looked at one. We looked at the E-Mustang when we bought the Bronco, but we ended up going with the Bronco just because, well, the Pacific Northwest. I need them to be a little bit more... Uh... The range? Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like it's still a slight pain in the ass, yeah. and I'm not ready for that. Well, if you're doing a day-to-day, but... If you're having it be your only car, yeah, I can see where, you know, that can be a bit problematic. It is Fountain Pen Day. Shout out to all you fountain pens out there. My daughter loves the fountain pens. I am so with her. She she uh she it's does thing. she does calligraphy and like when she like takes her notes for like classes. Yes. It is It's important. It's like art to her. Yep. And the fountain pen is a huge deal. She loves them. It is also National Candy Day. No, oh, well, there you go. Coming off Halloween. I try to avoid the sweets when I can, but, uh, you know, they get you. I still have not um, figured out, maybe our roving reporters can tell us, where the million-dollar Powerball jackpot, well, not jackpot, but the million-dollar winning ticket was sold yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, someone got the, whatever it was, the five numbers right, minus the Powerball or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know where. Well, the drawing tomorrow, 1.6 and change billion dollars. If you uh, haven't bought your ticket yet, please go out and spend all of your uh, all of your money, life savings, four hundred one k, dump it into the lottery. Let's look, go. Uh, things, you know, good things don't come easy. You know, <laughs> wasn't that the definition of coming easy? Is winning a no, one and a half billion dollars? No, my God, we've had to play three straight times. <laughs> this is not easy, but what, good things come if you keep playing. Yeah, you work hard. One point six. Billion, you'll get that money. Dollars, all-time record. Yeah, I'm playing. I played again. I'm sure we'll end up buying one. I have now blown. Let's see, 
$60. Have you? 60 US dollars. I've blown nothing, but my my lady friend who I keep telling to buy one ticket, I'm like, just buy one. Yeah. I think she buys like ten bucks worth. So yeah, I, I that's think what most people do. I think we're right? into. I think we're into it for like twenty bucks because it's two dollars a piece, and yeah. so you get five of them on one ticket, and yeah. it's easy. Or you just spend two dollars and or go with or or or. Well, your chan- your odds of winning are the same whether you play or don't. Yes, so, <laughs> zero. <laughs> so uh, I was at spend away. I was at Fred Meyer where I do most of my shopping just down the road from me. And your money. In my money. And I was just buying a little toiletry and uh Yeah, you were. <laughs> it was it, well it was it was beard bomb. It was very exciting. Yeah, the Gillette G beard bomb. Like it, smells great. And the lady the have you do you but you don't go shopping. Buck, are you a shopping man? Do you go out? Oh yeah. The the lottery players are crazy. Like they sit in front of that machine even mm. during like non billion dollar jackpots, mm-hmm. and it's a whole thing. And they what are a, they doing? They have a stack of tickets that they check, okay. right? And then they're they, they scratch scratch offs and they're buying them. I saw a lady today, and I don't know what she put in, but the machine was just spitting out. And I'm assuming they were Powerball tickets. It was just spitting out. I mean, it was a grip. I don't know what she spent, but when she left there, I mean, it was a. A sizable stack. Let's go like maybe an inch, inch and a half stack worth of tickets. I don't know how much she spent, but that that stuff is is bananas. Especially when you consider right, each ticket can hold. Can't they hold? What you said, like five plays or whatever. Yeah, so it's ten. Yeah, you if you yes, you get five chances on one ticket. So did that lady spend two hundred, two hundred fifty bucks on Powerball tickets? Probably. Well, yeah, more than that. If you, are you saying she had like a stack of? Yeah, like maybe like that, like an inch. Yeah, that's a lot more than two hundred bucks. I mean, I mean what that's are a we? Lot. What are we doing? What are we doing? When does she get frustrated? <laughs> when does she say she's won yeah. enough? Oh or, man! Or when just... does she say like, oh, God, you know, this really isn't working out? You know, <laughs> or has she been doing that for thirty years? I just know that every time I check, well, it's not every time, but a majority of times when you check out, there will be there's someone over there, you know, buying the lottery tickets and. There are a lot of times there are the people that you can tell take it very seriously. They're there with like a husband and wife team and one's handing them the tickets to check and the other one is buying the other ones. They've got like both machines side by side occupied. Lottery players, man, they're it's like bingo people. Yeah. They get into it. And Kino. Kino. Yes. Yeah. Kino's a big one. Yes. I like deal on the text line saying those people Sukes talking about really need help. I gamble on college students playing football <laughs> when I'm hungover. I'm right. smart. That's right. Right. That is That's true. a much sure thing. There is there is some truth to that, that I'm betting on the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> and I'm criticizing this lady for gambling, you know. Do you think if you took that lady, and you took all the money that she she's spending on lottery tickets, mm-hmm. and you just let her pick games, you think she does well? <laughs> yeah, Totally no, random. No, I she bet makes she, more money that way than she does 100%. She's bound to, to win a couple. And yeah. by the way, this lady did not look... Um, mm, destitute yeah no it wasn't like you know sometimes you have that image you know of you know no, all the time you know scraping together your final 200 bucks that did not have this appearance she just looked like a normal oh, look you know middle class lady who just is going all in on the on, on the powerball i hope she wins yeah maybe someone was saying maybe she had a uh like an office pool and she was in charge right that's probably it Charge of buying that's the probably, tickets for everybody? That's probably, not all hers. that's probably it, but there are absolutely people out there that have it, sure. that have entire stacks that they put, brought a couple C notes to the cashier and said, you know, give me this many. Well, there were people that were unhappy with her clogging up the machine. There was a line of people waiting to buy them.
Well, I have money to give away if I win. <laughs> I mean, when I win. Yeah, when. Because I was buying my ticket yesterday, or mm-hmm. this was the previous one, so I didn't win. So never mind, she gets nothing. <laughs> uh, there was a girl in front of me in line who was homeless or on the street. Sure. Not homeless, but yeah. on the street. And she yeah. was saying, look, I, I don't have any money. I need this coffee. So the cashier paid for her coffee. That's nice. I thought it was great. Yeah, I didn't hear what the, I couldn't hear what they were saying. No. Um, I would have totally taken care of the coffee, but then I went up and bought a. I, I felt bad because I would go up there and I'm buying. I'm like, basically, <laughs> I don't have a dollar to spare. I'm, but I'm basically <laughs> throwing twenty dollars down the toilet, but I'm like, ah, oh, give me twenty Powerball. What the hell? I got so much money, I don't even care. And so I just said, you know, I I told my wife, I said, we got to go find that. If we win or when we win, we're gonna go find that girl and give her some jack. W- would you drive around trying? I would. To, I would try to find her. To yeah. try to find her. Totally would. Because imagine. Imagine her like that's a would, Disney movie. She would never know it. No. But imagine that you're so down on your luck. She had a, all kinds of problems going on. She did not seem strung out or anything. It just seemed like she, you know, she just was yeah, having a rough go. Having a rough go and yeah. she needed a coffee. She didn't have any money or she wanted a coffee. She didn't have any money and uh can you imagine that? And then walking out the door, and you're like, and it was raining and cold. Like three weeks later. Well, and then you realize that the guy standing right behind you just won the Powerball. Yeah. And that 7-Eleven where you're just trying to get the free coffee or yeah. whatever. You know, you gotta, you gotta make it. I gotta make an effort if I win to go find that girl, right? Again, it's a, it's a, to. it's a movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal as you. Yeah, and I'm hope, hoping to get lots of publicity. About yes. It. Yeah. What that's would what you, it's all? About. What would you, uh, what would you peel off? Well, yeah, you, I don't know. You won one point six billion dollars. So you're taking yeah, but home, only... but you're you're taking home seven eight hundred million bucks, right? Well, we're, I'm splitting it with our neighbors. So, oh, well, so we're you, at two. You, let's say two fifty. Two fifty million. You, you peeling off a mill? Yeah, <laughs> maybe less. That would be. I, mean, kind of I love the more you think about it, the more this number well, is look, coming down. A lot of money, you know. So at this point, basically, what you're you doing is no you're getting problem giving yeah, away the million yeah. for, three, for seconds. three seconds. I think we all know where this is going. You end up getting her a Seven Eleven gift card. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, here you go. Hey, coffee's, look, coffee's on me. I'll tell you what, I'd load it up. <laughs> I just, I just love instantly in your face the hypothetical yeah, situation. Coffee for a month on me. How's that sound? The Portland City Council made some big decisions Thursday night regarding the homeless crisis. Yes, and it was almost unanimous. Yeah, <laughs> there was one dissenter. I'll let you guess who that was. The council passed all five resolutions they were set to vote on, including a ban on unsanctioned camping. Yes. And, of course, Joanne Hardesty. She's not happy about it. Was the sole no vote on the campaign ban. She claims, it's, she ban. claims it's cruel. All Well, yeah. I mean, all leaders voted unanimously to increase affordable housing, paid jobs for the homeless, mental health and addiction services, and a diversion program for the homeless. Two noteworthy amendments came from Hardesty and Commissioner Carmen Rubio. Rubio's amendment to reduce the size of the sanctioned camps passed. Mm-hmm. He wants them smaller. She? she, Who is it? They. they. Just use the pronouns. They and them. It's easier that way. Demi uh, Lovato wants them smaller. It changed the resolution from three 500-person camps to six campuses with a maximum of 250 people each. Okay. And then Hardesty's resolution to distribute the sanctioned camps evenly throughout Portland also passed. So. Well, look... I so don't that's know. a step in the right direction. I don't know if things are going to come of this, but thank God that we're actually trying something as opposed to what we're doing, which is nothing. Well, uh, how long do you think? So they put a number on it. Yeah. How long do you think? Uh, well, they said six months, and Hardesty wanted 18, right, to try to implement them. So I in seven months from now, we're all going to be like, wait, weren't we supposed to do something? Mayor Ted Wheeler clarifies that 18 months serves as a deadline ah 
There is no set date for implementation, but they're going to work toward these aspirational resolutions within the next 18 months. 17 months and 29 days. As they secure funding. There you go. It'll be over two years. (laughs) No question. (laughs) What, the deadline's going to come and go? Come on. I do believe that, yes. Yeah, something tells me that the funding will will magically disappear. Here is an interview from Coin6 with a houseless person. Okay. A human being. Yes. That deserves compassion. Absolutely. This guy's name is Robert Davis. He is currently unhoused. He is downtown, and he is unable to afford rent on his fixed income. So he does have a little bit of income. Okay. He said, what are people supposed to do? As far as the homeless stuff, I've never seen it like this, and I've been here since 1980. He added that while there doesn't seem to be one right answer to the crisis, he is not opposed to the camps but worries about the potential impact on civil rats. He says, it reminds me of what we did to the Japanese back in World War II. Oh, stop it. We put them in those camps. It's not much different. So I'm wondering how is this going to fly with civil rights and whatnot. I'll set up camp at a site and give it a shot. And if it gets me back someplace I can afford, well then, hey, great. If not, I'll just go deeper into the woods. Okay, first off, F you. Really? We're going to drop the internment camps on this? That's that's where we're going? Well, okay, that's, that's where Robert went. Good yeah. one, Robert. And look, I do think that there is a difference in between someone that has some income and is trying to get back on their feet and can't. And I'm all for trying to help those people first because I think those are the people that are easiest to help. Hey, we're going to try to find you a better job. We're going to try to find you a better place to live. We're going to try to get you on some social services. I think that's a total different than the person that is, you know, is is shooting heroin between their toes every six seconds. I think there's a huge difference between those people. And we have to start having real conversations about sorting out the ones that we might be able to help immediately and the ones that are going to be a little bit longer term and you can't have a one blanket policy for everybody. Sounds like Robert probably needs to be treated differently than, again, some of the other people that are out there. But at least we're trying something. And you know what we're not doing? Internment camps. Zip it. God. All right, up next. Um, boy, this comes from uh, to us from the, out of the, out of the, you need a better story department. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued. This is a bad. I mean, it's just like what? Yeah. So we'll get to that next. It is 4:49. This is in the news on the fan. I got you. Well, soup. Here we are again. Yeah, it's happening again. No news, man. No, we're in the middle of in the news, and uh, well, he's nowhere to be found. So he did tease a news story about needing a better story. So, Buck, I guess we can like. Make up a story. We can make up. We can guess. Pivot to a story that wasn't any good anyways because we needed a better one. (laughs) Why is it that he chooses the one segment that you really can't do without him to not... Hey, there you are. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) You are a noted newsman, ladies and gentlemen. Fresh cup of water. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hello? Hey, good to have you back. Hi, Mom. (laughs) I was peeing excellence. (laughs) Well, no, because that's I, what took me so long. No, that's that's incorrect. That's uh, you need a better story because I also was peeing side by side with you, and yet I managed to wash my hands and get back. We peed together. Yeah, I had to go get water. Uh, I see. For more pee. For more pee. I pee, pee yeah. more excellent. Now, Hydration. I was if you had another faucet issue like you did the other day. No, it came on first time this time. Um, all right, so this story, <clears throat> this is out of the. You might need a better story department. Yeah, um, I need a better story. Story. I'm following this. I don't know if you've um, followed any of the. 
de- the coverage of the death of Aaron Christensen. Aaron Christensen. Which he's, one is Aaron Christensen? Yeah, he's a Portland guy. He's just a bro. And he was out with his dog okay. camping at uh, some lake. And he was found. And the, he and the dog were found shot and killed. Okay. Um, How long ago was this? This was a couple of months ago. Okay. I feel like I've seen something on this. Yeah, it's kind of back in the news now because uh, they have talked to a couple of persons of interest. Okay, so two months after he was found, he and his dog were killed in the woods. This is, it's like Lewis County, Washington. So I guess that's up by uh, North (laughs) here. Right? Isn't Washington yeah. north of here? I do enjoy that you're at the beer like, ah, Lewis County. Well, I was Ca- looking for some help there. Aren't you a Washington guy? I am a Washington guy. Lewis County. Yes. Wherever that is. So that is not uh, Clark County, which is the one that is right across. That would not be that. Well, yeah, thanks, <laughs> Tips. You're telling me Clark County is different than Lewis County? Wow. <laughs> Stunning turn of events. That's amazing. No, I think the I was thinking of like the Lewis River area up there. Maybe it is looks, that Lewis County. It is. It is above that. So I think what you, you're getting like into like the Centralia, Chehalis. Okay. Because the one north of that is Cowlitz County. So it goes Clark, and then you get Cowlitz, and then I don't know if there's another one or two in between that. But Lewis County is somewhere in between that and, and a, like Olympia. So he was on. He was hiking in uh, August. He's a 49 year old dude. And he was hiking on the 101 trail. They'd been camping in the area. He and his dog leave. He says, you know, I'll be back in time for dinner. And he never comes back. Well, they find him shot to death. Um, By the way, that is not normal for uh, hikes and camping. Uh, Been many times. Never been been shot. Right. Yeah, that's, you know, some might call that suspicious. Yeah, some. Yeah, maybe. Um, so So they call the police. And deputies come out and they find the bodies of Christensen and the dog. And two months since his death, everyone, all his friends, like they don't know what happened. Yeah. Right? Imagine that. Like they don't have any clue. They just know that they were shot and killed. Yeah. And there was a lot of rumors and stuff. And Wednesday this of this week, or maybe this was last week, the Lewis County Coroner's Office revealed that Christensen died from a gunshot wound to the chest and they ruled his death a homicide. Mm. The next day, the sheriff's office identified two suspects in the case, a 20-year-old boy named Ethan and a 17-year-old girl, who they will not name because she's underage, both from Thurston County. And they referred the suspects to prosecutors for charges of first-degree manslaughter and first-degree animal cruelty. The story is, when they interviewed Ethan, he said, oh, so he, he just he is claiming that, yeah, well, we, we shot... Uh, we heard a noise and it kind of freaked us out, and so like we shot, uh, and uh, I don't know, and then we ran. Uh, and and, so and they're so both dead. So you're hiking, you hear a noise, you turn, and you shoot a man and a dog, him in the chest, by the way, and then you don't stop, you just run away, and you're like, that's that that's that's the story. He told investigators that he and the girl had been hiking in the area the day Christensen was killed. They said out of fear. He had fired a gun at what he thought was a wild animal. He later found Christensen and his dog both dead. So the kids came across the the guy and the dog. Yeah. And it said, we're concerned that this is being attempted to be swept under the rug, says a friend of Christensen. Uh, this story is just awful. It really is. But and, I, I think about this sometimes if I'm out in the... Uh, occasionally I end up out in the deep woods, and uh, I do carry when I'm out there. 
But I, I do have that thought from time to time. If you ever gone like really kind of backpacking out out in the middle of nowhere, and it sounds like this wasn't even that. Like he was on a trail somewhere. I, I think about that. How easy it would be if something happened to you or if someone did something to you. How would anyone know? How would you prove that? Well, no that, that is that one happened? thing. Prove is another. Yeah, yeah. It's just the and they're saying they have not been arrested. The kids. Because they're just saying, look, I just turned and shot at what I thought was an animal, and how you, and they're both dead. How do you possibly get away with that? And they said that they are looking into it, they're investigating, but they're, they've not been arrested, and the uh, they do not consider them a flight risk. So I, I find it interesting that you just turned and randomly fired, and you hit a man in the chest, let's assume, you know, five and a half feet up, and you also shot a dog. Well, how does the dog die then? Well, that's what I'm saying. So you shoot a dude in the chest. One and, shot would make sense. But, what would be... Would, be an excuse that you could understand to test but then you shoot a dog one. that's a foot off the ground yeah, so that, that seems that seems a little odd doesn't add up at all no it's horrible well so you hopefully. would th- you would think that even with that that you could get someone on a manslaughter charge although you know i that's guess what they were saying yeah they used to just say you know, they accidental. Haven't, they haven't done it yet and all of his family and his friends are going come on man yeah, figure no, it out up there note to self don't go hiking in lewis county what's the matter with you yeah i don't know man that's yeah being out in the woods you definitely there's definitely some times where you get you come across another person, and that's also weird. Like if you're out in the deep woods and you find someone else, you're always like, eh, because <laughs> those thoughts come to mind. Exactly, because you're like, what are you doing there? But I'm sure when they look at me, there it's the exact same thing. They're like, oh my god, I've like what? What's this guy on like a on, on like a long trail and thought that it was totally I was totally alone out there, and yeah. you come across another person who is not expecting to see you, and vice versa, and that is scary. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry for my tardiness. That is in the news. That's correct. Quite quitting one day at a time. Boy, that's so true. <laughs> that's been going on for years, though. You're the inventor of it. I don't know about that, but uh, I'm pretty damn good at it. Yeah. You've also been called the Kyrie of 1080, just doing whatever you want without <laughs> repercussions. Whoa. <laughs> although, God, although I'm not Kyrie, any... you've not been suspended five games yet. And, yeah, and I'm not an anti-Semite. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Lord, or, or are you? Or have I? you answered the question? Look, I don't know if you I, have. I know where I'm from. <laughs> I can't be an anti-Semite. Okay, I'm from Kansas. The greatest answer of all time. All right, the hot five at five is coming up next. We will set your college football DVR, and our dear friend Joey Harrington will join us next hour on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.